Just so you guys know, if you're on the pavers and Pastor Dell just walks away from you, yeah, it's uh, he's he's just you know he's trying to find a quiet place. Yeah. He's like empty, done. Yeah. I can't do it anymore. <laughs> I'm hey everyone, welcome to the Pastors Hangover. My name is Melissa, and we have a fun episode here where we're going to get to chat with some pastors. All right. So we have yes. Pastor Hal Mayer. Hello, hello. Pastor Daryl Black. Hey, now. And the pastor hey. extraordinaire, wow. Craig. Oh, what an oh, introduction. Make it up for next last yeah, week. Yeah, yeah. You're no longer just <laughs> yeah. Mr. Craig. Go Kansas City. He That's all I can say. senior yeah, to the to Mr. Yeah, like, that was the best intro right there. Yeah. Maybe next Sunday morning before I come out for the weekend to preach. She should open up. Yeah, open she up with, you know. Have one of those, like, football announcer kind of yeah. things going on. Come, come to out. the stage. Yeah. Anyway. So like I'm, I'm bringing my best Daryl imitation. See, I got the, the jacket. Yo, it's, the jacket. Nice you know, as soon as he came in, he goes, ooh, I like that. He yeah. does. So I, I know I'm on the right track when Daryl likes it because I have <laughs> no is. fashion sense at all. Zero. Who that, picked out the vest for you? Uh, of morning? course. You know, my wife. I mean, I <laughs> Yeah, so it's good, man. Like I'll borrow, I'll borrow it later. There we go. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. And we're coming off beautiful conference weekend, which is our yes. women's conference. Yeah. We had powerful twenty two hundred women here. Yeah, yeah. it's awesome. At the Lutz location, and it was incredible. Props yeah. to Pastor Kristen and her team. Yeah, they yes. did an incredible job. I mean, yeah. they always raised the bar. The men, we're so unorganized our man conferences and. Uh, <laughs> I think we picked you at the last minute, didn't we? You came in. Hey, well, yeah. hey Daryl, you want yeah. to do the, wanted, the man stuff? That was sure. yeah, two years yeah. ago. It was, yeah. like, it was like the day before. Yeah, no, something was, like that. <laughs> it was like you and Jeff Countryman. They're like, nobody's heard from you guys yet. Let's, let's, yeah, let's, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. We saved some money, you know? Hey. We had fun, though. I, I loved it. But yeah, hey, it good. I know, was it last year we had Tony Evans, which was incredible. And this year yeah. we, have, I'm, we haven't even announced it yet, but we do have a really awesome set of speakers. So oh, yeah, okay. It'll be good. Yeah, I didn't even know. Okay. Maybe yep, the, yep. the podcast family will get an early release. Maybe so. Yeah. I, I got to make sure it's it's signed on the dot. <laughs> yeah, line. Exactly. I'm not positive it is. Yeah. I know they said yes, but yeah. Exactly. So yeah. Well, anyway, my yeah. favorite part of the women's conference was I was hanging with Daryl backstage for a couple minutes, mm -hmm. and we had some ladies come up. Yeah. And they were like, oh, "We love the pastor's hangover." There you yeah. go. Hey, we got yeah. a few fans. We, we, got, we got some Getting, fans out there. We, we had. Gretchen yeah. and Katie. Awesome. Hey, um, Gretchen and Katie. All right. One of them was Gretchen. She's right. There's yeah. a one person in the group that can remember names. Uh, <laughs> oh, you know. well, I wrote the other one down. Jeanette and Ashley. I wrote them down because I was right. like, Good. we got to shout out our fans. Yeah. Get a bigger yeah. viewership. We yes. get started getting sponsors, right? Yes. All that stuff. Yes. I don't know. I was one just of them like, was 15 and she wow. watches. I'm like, that's wow. amazing. That's cool. Yeah. Well, I, the most amazing thing about Beautiful Conference, and I think that would be the hardest thing about guys, is they were like, you're not allowed to come unless you put four to a car. Yeah, guys yeah. drive guys by themselves. Like, no, yeah. Forget that. I'm they carpooled here. That was guys, amazing. We, we'd ride a ride, ride a motorcycle. Exactly. Then, so independent. <laughs> ride with another guy in a car. I don't want to talk with someone. <laughs> that, that, that reminds me when we first started Grace. I did a I did a leaders retreat, and I I guess I miscounted beds and rooms, and we had uh, not You're enough just beds. To so save money. Two guys. Yeah, I was two guys sleeping in the same bed. Our leaders meetings. It was funny, man. You should have seen some of the looks like. So this is leadership at Grace. <laughs> Wait, I mean, that's like what, 30 years ago. Yeah, yep. 20, yeah. Wow. Very different than women's yep. events. But anyway, we're going to chat about Hosanna Wong's message that she yep. shared this weekend. Um, she shared, fight the right battles was the name mm -hmm. of the message. Initial thoughts. Yeah. It was really powerful. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Hosanna, what a name, right? Right. Mm -hmm. 
I mean, yeah, your name Hosanna, that's already marked you, man. You're going to do something oh, yeah. for God. But her story about her background, living yeah. on the streets and her dad mm-hmm. being her on dad, the streets, yeah. I resonate with that because I don't come from a Christian home. Mm-hmm. And seeing what she's come through mm-hmm. to be what she is today, man, God can take anybody and do anything. Yeah. Yeah. He is an almighty, all-powerful yeah. God. Amen. Yeah. Well, and that is the thing sometimes, and it's very easy to grow up in a Christian home and not see the big powerful things of yes. God, like for her to be able to see like people getting off drugs to do yeah. those things. That I think part of the life. I think that's part of the things that we can miss very time yeah. a lot in our Christian Americanized Christian version where everything is just perfect mm-hmm. and we don't get outside of our comfort zone. Yeah. I mean, that's why I do. I think serving like serving in different things like metropolitan ministry or going on mission trips and going to places where you normally wouldn't go to see God do big things. Yeah. It changes your faith. Yep. It really does. I think that's where you realize, oh, wait, no one is too far from God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. True. It is. Yeah. Great, great story. So I cool. think the lie she believed was interesting. Um, yeah. The lies about, well, you come out of that kind of background, you're not going to be accepted in Christian circles, and you probably mm-hmm. wouldn't be. Like, yeah. Yeah. there's no pedigree. Your pedigree is streets. Your dad was a druggie. Yeah. yeah. For her to kind of take us through that, how she had to overcome mm-hmm. even her background, that was sometimes one of her points was not dis- being disqualified. Yeah. Right. We all mm-hmm. go through that, right? I mean, yeah. I, I was not raised in a Christian home, never went to Bible school, mm-hmm. not, not nearly as educated as you two, and the enemy is always using that, like, who are you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It, I mean, the amazing thing about it, I'm, I'm listening to her story, and I, our church was in in the streets of St. Louis, in, in the urban city, inner city, and we had those same people come to our church. The church wow. didn't look different. It didn't look, it wasn't polished. Okay. Yeah. It was easy to have, you know, people who were coked out, drugged That's out, right. yeah. come to church, and my father never turned them away. Wow, and so cool. it was it was a wonderful thing to grow up in that, and I can understand her story to go, no, this, our church wasn't... a beautiful pictures or stained glass windows. It was like, this is the real yeah. deal and yeah. it's dirty. Mm-hmm. And I resonated so much with that. And I, I love that. But even though you were saying uh, not growing up in church and while I've gone to seminary and I've studied, you still suffer from not feeling like you're good enough. Always. Wow. Still, yeah. like I still mm-hmm. have those issues of imposter syndrome mm-hmm. of going, yeah. because you go, I know me. Yeah. Regardless of what I've studied and what right. I've read, God, I I know me. I look I look in the mirror at myself, mm-hmm. and I know that. And so, and the devil tries to use that yes. against you. Wow, oh, yeah. to That's make good. you feel like no, you shouldn't be up there preaching. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't be telling anybody about qualified. anything. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And you always feel like, man, I'm not qualified to tell anybody anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's it's only the grace mm-hmm. of God and leaning into what He Amen. says about me that reminds me. Okay, this is what I'm supposed to do, even if yes. I'm not qualified. I'm yeah. called. Who do who do you say I am? Right? Yeah. Right. How many people when we hear hear you saying you struggle that I yep. struggle with it, and we're Absolutely. called to pastor, people called to do something, and they don't even get out the front door and they feel disqualified. Yeah. Right? I mean, yeah. man, what a word that know what God says about you. And yep. I love what you, mm-hmm. at the end of their message, where she quoted all those things that God says about you, yep. the word of God is what's going to renew your mind and your heart. So mm-hmm. you know, you're called the reminder, right? Yeah, absolutely. Right. And, and that's yeah. the thing is no matter what, he's going to try to disqualify you from what, what's going on. Because one of, one of the things we had to get over early on, and I know this is for all of us is I don't get to just teach on the things I'm good at. Like, I don't, that's not, that's not my calling. My calling is not to just teach on things that right. I have already mastered. Because yeah. if that's the case, Very we're not going to have a lot, they're not going to have a lot of sermons. <laughs> yeah. No right. depth. But it's yeah. the same thing I think with all Christians though. I think one of the best things that we can do is go, Hey, I'm figuring this out yeah. too. Yeah. And it's, it's that ability to be that authenticity that makes such a big difference mm-hmm. because, that's you good. know, at, it, it is amazing how often if I ever use an illustration of me and my wife or anything like that, how we get in a fight that week. <laughs> 
<laughs> like it's gonna happen. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, well, if I feel like that's disqualifies disqualifies me from talking about marriage or what it should mm -hmm. be like, because right. I'm not talking. This is not from me. This is from God. God's yeah. word. Mm -hmm. This yeah. is God's better way. Yeah. I'm yeah. not telling you to do this because I have mastered right. it. Mm -hmm. right. It's because God told us. Yeah. But, that's good. Yeah. People want to see transparency from they the do. pulpit, mm -hmm. uh, for do. sure. Yeah. Yeah. But I think the other thing she said, one of the lines she, she talked about how the older brother, mm -hmm. just who do you think you are? Go take care of those little sheep over there. You know, yeah. that little tiny, yeah. always being put down by voices, man. You have to overcome that. We live in such yeah. a world today. I'll be honest with you. I, I, people, the word of God's got to gird you up because words can hurt, but mm -hmm. we get crushed by words so quickly now. Yeah. Man, yeah. people need to, you got to get tougher in who you are in Christ because yeah. you're going to be things can be said about you. They're going to they talk about you. They're going to, I mean, you know, you just, man, you can't let the voice of others uh, become this lie that you, mm -hmm. that limits your life. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. There's something to be said about, uh, I mean, it's a discipline that we have to carry about spending time with God. Mm -hmm. and, to, and, and when she's telling the story of David, I love that story. When she's telling that moment where his brother is telling him, why are you here? Mm -hmm. you, you shouldn't be here. I know about you. Yeah. He doesn't fight that battle. That was and, good. And it's, it, it would be easy. Probably most of us, we would fight that battle. Right. Yeah. <laughs> most we get, of us. We get defensive. Yeah. Right. Throw we, stuff back at him. Yeah, you've not done this. And you, mm -hmm. So yeah. you've really got to be spending time with God to go, yeah. this is not the battle to fight. Yeah, right. Mm -hmm. I, I know, yep, you know my history, you know my stuff, but I'm not here for this battle right now. And so it takes a lot of time spending with Spend the time with God. And I, I imagine a young David being out with the sheep, being a shepherd, sure. talking to God, yep. singing to God, yep. and spending a of alone time, time. Building, yeah. up, building up his courage and his strength. Mm -hmm. So when he, I don't even know that he knew what he was building his strength for, nope. yep. but he was building his strength for those Goliath moments, building yep. his strength for his Eliab moments yep. to yep. go, there's going to be days that somebody talks about me and he's building this strength up. So in that moment, he knows this is not the battle to fight. Yeah. I'm here for something else and something greater. We got to learn to walk away from things that are just going to take our energy away and take our yeah. purpose and focus. Yeah. You know, yeah. uh, it's not about just got to learn to walk away from some of those things. Mm -hmm. Pride wants us to stay there sometimes right. and yeah. fight, yeah. but we can't do it. Well, yeah. and offense, it's funny when we talk about it, people all, all the time feel that like it's, it's something we should do. Yeah. Offense is a weakness. Yeah. Offense is giving somebody else power over my really? life. That's yeah. right. Right. And, and so every Boy, what, I, what I'm deciding yeah. in that moment is mm -hmm. that they have more of a right to tell me who I am than God does. Yeah. Wow. And, and so that's the thing, like f offense, it, it's a, it, and that's why I want people to understand, like when I get offended, I should actually look at why am I offended? Yeah. Why yeah. am I giving them power? What am I seeking in that moment? Because I'm mm -hmm. apparently seeking validation from them yeah. wow. instead of seeking it from God, yeah. because that's the only reason that I would feel that way. Yeah. And so it's taking that step back and going, you know what? No, I know who God says I am. They can think whatever they want. Yeah. That's fine, but I'm moving on. You know, it's that, mm -hmm. that's that verse in Proverbs as a fear of man is a snare. It is. Man, you're going to worry about what people think all the time. You'll never be what God's called you to be. You'll mm -hmm. never find your own identity. Oh. Anyway, you won't that's go good. where you're supposed to go. Right. Good job, Hosanna. Good job, Hosanna. Yeah. She did a good job. She did a great she did. job. Yeah. You know, it was not like a new message, but it was a message simply presented mm -hmm. with passion. And you could tell her passion, you know, yeah. mm -hmm. the filter she had to get through with it. Yeah. yeah. She shared one of my favorite Jesus moments, uh, Mark 1, uh, when Jesus walks away. Mm. Jesus says, like, I, I love yeah. that moment. Like, every time I read it, I'm like, yeah, yeah. because yeah. 
you know, for those of you that don't know the story, Jesus goes and he heals Peter's uh, mother-in-law mm-hmm. that night. So he heals her and the mother-in-law wakes up and she's actually cooking food and serving yeah. them. Well, the whole town hears about Jesus and mm-hmm. they all come that night. Well, the next morning, Jesus leaves yeah. and he's out praying and they're looking for him. So the mm-hmm. disciples come and say, hey, Jesus, everybody's been looking at for you. They're back at the house. They've been looking for you. And Jesus says, uh, let's go somewhere else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He doesn't even go back to the house. Mm-hmm. Like I, I found that mm-hmm. so amazing. Like you have to know what you're there for yeah. and what you're not there for yeah. so much so that you you have to be okay with disappointing people. Yeah, that's good. Like you even have to walk away from good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It would have been good for Jesus right. to go back and yeah. heal those people and do all that stuff. But that's not what he was there for. Yeah. Yeah. And I think sometimes we get caught up in doing oh, yeah. good things. People will even make us feel guilty oh, yeah. Yeah. about the stuff we didn't do. Yes. Or you didn't, and we get it all, hey, you didn't do this. You didn't, you didn't call me at this time. Right. You didn't email mm-hmm. me this time. I, yeah. you know, and I get this regularly. It's like, man, I've, I've got to put my attention on what I'm supposed to do right. yeah. first and not what's just good for you. But what God has called and me the, to do. And the key is there's always going to be needs. That mean we want to meet right. people's needs. But yeah. man, there's got to be those boundaries. Jesus had boundaries. Right. I got to get yes. away. Yep. You know, and again, that people pleaser syndrome will wear you out. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, and you, you again, pastors, sure, we should love, care, feed. But there's times Jesus said, yeah, there's a lot of needs right now, mm-hmm. but I'm going away right now. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. because Jesus understood it better than all of us that you only can give out of what you have. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's the that's the thing. And we only have so much. And so, we have far less than Jesus does. And if he had to pull away, how much right. more should we pull how much, away? I mean, wow. yes, yeah. exactly. So just so you guys know, if you're on the pavers and Pastor Dell just walks away from you, yeah. it's... Uh, he's, <laughs> he's just, you know, he's trying to find a quiet place. Yes. He's like, empty, done. Yeah. I can't do it anymore. <laughs> I'm just playing. Boundaries, boundaries. Yeah, it's yes, good. Exactly. <laughs> you had some good questions, didn't you? Or yeah. Comments you had. Too? Oh yeah, for sure. We got a mm-hmm. lot of questions on the message, and you said it before, Craig, that I think people are loving and craving transparency yeah. with mm-hmm. some of the stuff you yeah. guys have shared already. So we got some really deep questions, and you know, if you haven't picked up on it already, go to YouTube, go to Spotify, watch Hosanna's message. Obviously, yeah. there's a lot she covered and a mm-hmm. lot of. Um, truth in there for well, you. For you, can we interview her for a minute? Yes. So, what was your one big takeaway? If there's one thing, <laughs> the part of the conference you got, yeah. what was the one thing that's what kind of resounded with me? Yeah, I think one of the lies. I have the four lies here that she said: you're not enough, you're not doing enough. Someone else can define you. Your past disqualifies you. I think the one I, that hits me home is like you're not doing enough. Wow. Yeah. You know, just that kind of maybe it's imposter syndrome. Maybe it's yeah. like. Mm-hmm is there something productive I could be doing right now with right, this yeah. time? Right. Mm-hmm. And she talked about rest and yeah, she talked about rest. fighting for your schedule yeah. and that mm-hmm. schedule time with God. Like that is the most important appointment of your day. Yeah, that's yeah. really good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Psalms 23, Lord is my shepherd. Right. Shall not I want. Shall not want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, but the part lay down mm-hmm. in yeah. green pastures, you know, yeah. I mean, it's just, it's hard when you're a type A person or you're a driven yeah. person mm-hmm. and yeah. you're a people pleaser. I'm going to let mm-hmm. people down, but man, yeah. 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 But, but that's where we see peace over and over again in the Bible. It's true. It is not when we continue to do what we want. It's when we lay down next to him yeah. Yeah. and rest in him. It's that's good. when he brings peace. Sabbath. Yeah. God yeah. kind of smacked me in the face with that verse Did maybe he? a year ago. I was reading it and it, I was like, wait, it says he makes me lie down. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When does God make me do anything? Yeah. And it was kind of mm-hmm. like, if you don't rest, I will make yeah. you rest. Like yeah. it was really, really good. A, yes. Yeah. A telling moment for me where I was yeah. like, man. And that's and not a fun just, rest. 
No, you when don't want to get there. When it's a forced yeah. ref. Right. Yeah. It's you because you did something there. stupid. I think the practice of being alone is a it's something people should really, yeah. however yeah. you got to do it, if it's a walk or but to, to try to try to be still. Because yeah. what's that other verse? Be still and know that I'm God. That means if I'm not still, mm-hmm. I'm not going to. And so that, and for me, I can't just sit in a chair like this, but I go, I go find my quiet space. Maybe it's outside where I'm still not distracted. But yeah. man, yeah. folks, find your... Find that place, right? That place yeah. of rest. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes do the you, best something you can do is nothing at all. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you guys schedule that in advance? Like, how do you? I mean, you have a. I'm a morning person, so my I have a little calendar. bit of a rhythm mm-hmm. for me. Okay. I I have a rhythm where in the mornings yeah. I don't take certain appointments to a certain time, and that's just now. Uh, if you're a night person, like Daryl's probably more of a. I don't know, night morning. I'm a I'm a night person. I, at night, I don't do anything. I I, I God, if God's gonna talk to me. At night, he better wake me up really loudly. I, or if someone has a need or they're dying, you don't want to call me at 9 o'clock, call Daryl. Because okay. I'm like, you'll I'm be awake. good till tomorrow morning. I'll just you know, tell you. I'll talk to o'clock. you in the morning. At about 8 o'clock, you see something go over Craig's face. <laughs> yeah. And you go, he's not really there anymore. He's yeah. not paying attention. But, but, but the key is, what is your rhythm? Yeah. yeah. I, I think early mornings is a good time, but you got to find your rhythm, yeah. your space. And, and find a place where you can do it consistently. But right, yeah. and you got to yeah. carve it out. You can't just go. Right. I hope to do it. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. got to be something that's going to be purposeful. Yeah, yep. and it's hard if you're a mom yeah. with three or four kids, or a single mom, or married even. I know my daughters get up before the kids gets up. Yeah, because once that day starts, mm-hmm. yeah, kids do not help your time with God a lot of times. Yeah, yeah. No. And Hosanna said you got to fight for your schedule. That was her biggest. That's a good one. Biggest point on how to combat the lies, right? Was to fight for your schedule and get the quality time with God. Yeah. So, but you guys have, you know, kind of found pockets of time where, hey, we can fight for, but you also have to fight for family time. Yeah. You got to fight for family time. Everything in your schedule. You got to put in, uh, years ago, I I put it in my calendar. And I showed you my calendar now. Three times throughout the day, there's a 15 minute break. And it, it sends me an alert. Wow. For me to go away, and whatever that is, it I can go sit in the car, I can I can sit in the stairwell, I can sit in the bathroom, but I need that those mm-hmm. moments away. That's really good, man. Throughout it's the day margin. to go, you know, yeah. you know, yeah. I need space. That's mm-hmm. good. And so it's, and I I try to I'm consistent with that, and I've been with that for years. Yeah, that's cool. Something else she said was, don't be too distracted or too busy fighting the wrong battles that you mm-hmm. miss the one that actually matters. So can you guys chat about and share how do you break down and combat the battles that you get distracted by? How do we get away from you, mean? Mm-hmm. You guys started. Well, I, when you look in the Bible, you do see prayer as one of those big things that God uses to help you understand what you should be fighting and not be fighting. Because there's times where God's already taking care of it. God's already doing something with it. And that is, it's a closeness with God. You're not going to know what battles you should or shouldn't fight. I mean, you see a couple times in, in the Bible um, where prayer and fasting led to God taking care of it and them not doing anything. And so I, I think that's the thing that happens is when we are not close enough to God, we focus on the things that are not important. Or we focus on the things that, you know, we, we out of that offense or whatever it may be. And so I, I wish there was a really easy way of doing it. Yeah. But it, it biblically, what you see over and over again is when you draw close to him, you don't do the thing you're not supposed to. I mean, you see anytime it's sped up, like with Saul, he's like, oh, we got to get this done. We got to do these things. He does it all the wrong way. He, yeah. he does the things every single time the wrong way. He, he actually decides, I'm just going to be the priest today <laughs> and does mm-hmm. it his way. It's like not in yeah. God's timing. And so it is. It's, it, 
understanding those things. And it is, it's taking those times in those moments and quick prayer going, God, what do you want me to do in this moment? Which is really tough to do when the emotion is full and all of that. But I would say that, that that's why the carving out the time leads to not fighting the battles you weren't supposed to, I really think, but. So you mean it reprioritizes everything. It does. Yeah. Yeah. Living, you know, living in a pause as some, as Mm -hmm. I would say, you got to pause those moments and prayer is a great moment. In Mark one, Jesus went to pray. Then he made a decision. We're not going back. Yeah. So you got to pause in those moments. And sometimes those, those moments uh, that you have to fight for, I'm married. So arguments. Mm. So if, if an argument starts to ensue, I got to pause and go, okay, what are we really fighting about? Mm-hmm. Because I want to fight the right battle. Right. Because are we are we really fighting that I I didn't take out the trash, mm-hmm. or is it another issue? Yeah. And so before I engage, mm-hmm. let me just pause and listen, and then let's talk about what mm-hmm. it is the issue is, so we can deal with it. Mm-hmm. And I think I think all too often. We want to jump in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We we want to be we, we're really quick to react. And slow just, to speak, slow yeah. to become angry. Yeah, it's and hard. We, the, it's hard to, to pause in the middle of something like that. It's yeah. hard to pause. Tough. So it mm-hmm. takes it's practice. Yeah. yeah it takes practice. But the Bible got, says be yeah. quick to listen mm-hmm. and slow to speak. So you gotta go, let me hear what you're saying first mm-hmm. before I respond. And and it's a muscle. You gotta yeah. it's a muscle you have to develop. Mm-hmm. But start practicing not responding first. And I think one of the battles is, if, we, if we're honest, like why, how do we avoid the battles we shouldn't fight? Well, if, if pride's involved, there's no need to, because, well, I've got to defend myself. Yep. And we get into yeah. we get into some things that you know, mm-hmm. you're not going to win anyway. They've mm-hmm. already had their opinion. Yeah. And, and almost like you're trying to defend your reputation, mm-hmm. I've just learned God can defend your reputation. Yep. You know? yep. and, uh, but those are some of the battles, too, that's rooted in pride. Well, I've got to go, and I'm going to, Mm-hmm. No, you don't, man. Just let it go. Yeah. I mean, I just, man, what a, you, it's a waste of time sometimes. And, and those people want to, they want to get you oh, yeah. engaged and, and all it does is escalate it and yeah. make it worse mm-hmm. a lot of times Yeah. yeah. <laughs> instead of it dying out. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah I've, 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 you know, those trash fights where you're like, I got statistics right now. Like I know how many times I've taken out the trash <laughs> last week because I know this isn't about the trash. Yeah. Any trash. So yeah, it's good. That's, good. That's hysterical. The trash fight. <laughs> I know we, that everybody has. I know how, how often we, I wash the dishes this week, week too. I know we got all those all day. <laughs> we got those all day. We're getting real personal, just no, like everybody no. wanted on this episode. Well, we should never use the words never and always, right? Oh, no, you man. never yeah. take out. I did it nine out of ten times, and yep. it's a never. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so what's really happening here? Yeah. What do you really feel like? It's so funny. <laughs> a question that a few people ask. So I didn't want to, we touched on it, but I want to chat about it again. If you guys can share, if you have some stuff that you're okay with sharing, what lies have you believed? You know, either out of the ones that she shared or just in your life. You know, a few people wanted to know. And I think there's going to be a lot of people that hear, you know, what we talked about before with I'm not enough Mm -hmm. and be like, whoa, thank God I can go to the word and see what God says about me. Early on for me, it was that whole, I've already said it, you know, never went to Bible school never finished college, you know, not from a Christian home. And here I am a pastor and, you know, and then you have people would ask, so what Bible school do you go to? Mm-hmm. And when you say you didn't go, you could just tell by their face, like, I can't respect you. Yeah. And I've had people send me emails, you know, well, if you have a degree and why would I be one listening? Mm-hmm. And those are some of the lies that, but if you keep 
listening to them, I mean, it, it'll get you down. It'll get you discouraged. You feel like, well, maybe I shouldn't be, like you yeah. said. So that's probably my thing, my background. But, I mean, I'm so far past it now. But early on in my ministry life, going to a youth pastor's conference where everybody's dad was a pastor a lot of times or mm -hmm. what Bible school, they always had, I didn't go to Bible school. You could just tell, like, they're almost, in my mind, they were smirking, you know, mocking. Yeah. And, and that was probably more me than them. Mm -hmm. So, man, that creates insecurity mm -hmm. in your life. So mine was, you know, yeah. not having that educational background. I mean, yeah. Well, because you know. yeah. at that time, you didn't go into ministry and then start Bible school like you can now right. or doing it like that. It was you finished yeah. and then you went in. Right. Yeah. And the biggest problem with that back then was you had a whole bunch of people that went to Bible school seminary for four years but had zero <laughs> No experience, experience. Yeah. and then they yeah. tried to go into it, but that's a whole nother deal. That was my lie. But yeah. Yeah. I, I, I've always, it, it is, it, it's all those things. Um, and I, during the entire time through, well, you know, you're not where you thought you would be, or you're not where you're supposed to be. And this is not what you, you thought was going to happen. So I guess God's not using you or this is not the thing. Like it's, it, it's there all the time feeling either unqualified because, well, I can't speak on that because I haven't gone through those things or I haven't had that happen or, uh, I haven't mastered that or it, well, I can't enemy, sing it into my message. Well, I can't do that. Definitely can't do <laughs> that. Know? I did have somebody, you know, it's funny. You talking about the youth ministry thing. Yeah. I had a group, they asked me, well, you don't play guitar. They're like, then yeah, all you pastors play guitar. All, they were, they were literally baffled. They were like, but <laughs> then who, who leads the kids in, in worship? I have a guy that does that. I just don't know if I could go to youth ministry where the youth pastor, I'm sitting there. I'm like, it, wow, sorry, but they do. I mean, I, I, I've had people come up to me cause we've talked about this before and we can get into it, but, um, I, I don't have the gift of speaking and, and I don't have the, the prayer language. And I've had a lady come up to me after I got done speaking. And after I said that, she goes, wow, that was great. She goes, imagine what it would be like if you actually had the Holy spirit in your life. There you go. You'd be better. And so yeah. it was, uh, so it's, it's yeah. amazing what people will come up and, and, and even starting off in youth ministry, I had a lady the very first day, bride and her kid, uh, I'll bring my kid back when they hire a real youth pastor. There you go. Ooh, that's and encouraging. so it's fun. You know, you do, you, it, it's all, I always laugh at people go, well, I got church hurt. I'm like, some of the people with the worst church hurt are the pastors Yeah, because <laughs> people yeah. feel like yeah. they can just say whatever they want. But yeah, I think that's, the, that's a part of it is that's Satan good. always wants you to feel like you don't have the ability to speak with boldness. Yeah. Right on topics because you have, you're not there. Yep. Wow. Man. Mm. Woo. That's good. That's I, it reminded me of a funny story. We got time for a funny story. Yeah, of course. So I'm a, I'm a youth pastor and I'm going up to Georgia to scout out this youth ministry to my pastor. You need to go up there. You'll learn so much from him. You know, we were running 60, 70 kids and doing good for two years. Doing, yeah. mm -hmm. Went up there to this conference and, and, and the conference starts and I don't know anything about it. And this blonde haired, blue eyed, six foot two guy, gets up there blowing the trumpet, leading the band, then gets on the guitar, and he finishes. I said, well, the, the worship leader, I mean, yeah, he's pretty good. And the same guy got up and preached. <laughs> same thing, like, okay, the guy's, you know, he, he sings, he plays the trumpet, he plays the guitar. Mm -hmm. Incredible youth conference, right? I mean, they had a 1,000 kids coming to a youth group. And uh, so we were on our way back with a van load of kids and leaders. I said, what did you learn? What did you take away from this conference? You know, they told me we want to move up there. Yes. We want to go to their youth group. <laughs> oh, that has I like, oh, I, I felt really good. This is what that. we learned. Yeah. We <laughs> learned, why are we with you? The little ring-a-ding youth ministry. I hated bringing oh, kids no. to conferences because you would get middle schoolers are yeah. the worst. Yeah. Every time I bring middle schoolers, they're like, man, I wish he was our youth pastor. Yeah, yeah, there you go. So, yeah, no. so it's funny. 
then go. Wow. He doesn't want you to be in your youth ministry. I'll never forget that, wow. though. Yeah. It's funny. <laughs> That's good. I think that whole lie of comparison. It is. That, that right. creates insecurity. Oh, man. And uh, yeah. I'll, I'll never be Daryl. Daryl will never be me, me. And you'll never be, you know what I mean? And never. we got to be comfortable in our lane. And, and God's gifted a certain way. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and we got to accept the gifts and the personality he's given us yeah. and use it to our fullest. And I yeah. think out there with Instagram, everything's going on. I mean, man, that's the worst thing you can do is compare. You're talking about a lie. Mm-hmm. That's one of the biggest lies that yeah. young yeah. people have to fight and anyone. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, it just, mm-hmm. you know, you're seeing the is. highlights, right? You're yeah. not seeing a real deal yeah. in their lives. You're just seeing the highlights. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think people don't realize, especially like if you're in the business world, you're always looking at people your age and what they're doing yeah. and all that. Same thing happens in the pastoral world. Yes. Why isn't God using me that way? Right. Or why isn't this happening yeah. here? And it's very hard to be in the place of God's going to do what he's going to do when he wants to do it. Yeah. And whatever it is, if I'm following after him, I'm exactly where I need to be. Yeah. Yep. That's tough to be. That's tough. Good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's good stuff. Yeah. What about you? You didn't share. You wanted to share? Oh, I don't have any. He's yeah. totally secure. He's, okay. like, he's <laughs> like, I, I trained no. the guy that sang at that. There thing. you go. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> no, my, mine is, um, I, I always battle, uh, that people won't, no one was going to love me. And I know that's, it's, it's rough, but I, I struggled with abandonment early in life. And so it just, because your mother, right? Passed my away mother passed and... away. And then my grandmother came to live with us and then she passed away. Wow. Uh, and then just as soon as I really started having a, uh, the beginning of a really good relationship with my father, where our relationship changed, right. where mm-hmm. I wasn't just the kid anymore. Right, yeah. It was like, we can have that. And then my father passed away. Yeah, so it was that abandonment. No one's ever going to love you. Who? Yeah. Well, no one. You're never going to be good enough. Uh, I grew up with a speech impediment. And so when I Seriously. knew. Oh, yeah. Wow. Really wow. bad. And that. so when I knew that I was supposed to be speaking when I, I felt the call I was like there's no way like mm-hmm. my my That's tongue cool. and my mouth they don't operate together uh so mm-hmm. all the things I had to do that. to overcome yeah. that uh and it's still a struggle now but yeah. just thinking it's you're never going to be good enough it doesn't mm-hmm. matter how hard you work or what you mm-hmm. do doesn't matter and so the devil still creeps those things up to me mm-hmm. uh regularly I, Talked to that to my uh, talked about it with my daughter the other day. Just I still battle and wrestle with those mm-hmm. feelings. Um, I'm stronger. I'm better. I right. have the yeah. word to lean on. Right. But mm-hmm. the devil knows what gets your attention. Yep. Mm-hmm. He knows what messes with you. So he'll bring those things up occasionally and go see, see what I told you. Yep. See, mm-hmm. see, there was another person that walked away from you. See, mm-hmm. and he'll try to use that against you. And so yeah. it's good. Yeah. Cast down every lie, yeah. man, and replace it with the truth of yeah. God's word. It's a battle. It's a the battle of the mind. Mm-hmm. You've got to win that battle, and you can't do it without, like you guys have already said, being in the word, being alone with God, mm-hmm. declaring those verses over your life. Yeah. Who am I in Christ? You know, I mean, there's like tons of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I remember having to go through a lot of those for a long time. Yeah. You know? yeah. And, and every lie he tells you is also a lie that would keep you out of a relationship with people that you need to be in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Belief that you are not good enough or yeah. you can never be loved or all those things because he knows it's relationships also. I mean, that's yeah. the other side of it is how do you combat these lies? You have people that love you in your life that help you with that. Yeah. yeah. That remind you that when they see you going down a road, they go, no, we've already been there. We know the truth, and they remind you of those things. Yeah, mm-hmm. which is a plug for small groups, man. Absolutely. If you're in community, yeah. 
people are going to build you up and say, don't believe that lie. You can yeah. encourage me from other people. Yeah. I mean, you can't do this thing alone. You can't. No, no way. Yeah, yeah you got you to do all you can because those, those lies, as they did me, would drive you to isolation. Mm. Yep. They would drive you and, and make you comfortable in isolation. There's mm -hmm. one thing. I'm an introvert by nature. There's one thing to be comfortable being by yourself. There's yeah, another thing to keep people away from you yeah. and to hide from people. Mm -hmm. And so I, I did that for years while I was in my own secret closet. And then God doesn't want isolation. That's good. He, mm -hmm. he often will separate you from people, mm -hmm. but he doesn't want you to be isolated from yeah. community. That's good. So you need people. And so I thank God. So I, even I'm, introverts should be in a small group. Absolutely. There you go. I think oh, even, yeah. even no now, excuses. this, is, this is one of the best seasons of my life where I'm, I'm around people who feed into me, yeah. who, are, who I'm doing small group with, who I'm meeting weekly and monthly, go, and they're feeding into me. And they don't even know all my story. Right. And they don't even know how, how much they're feeding into to my well. And then it's mm -hmm. like, I yeah. need that. Yeah. So Good we'll stuff. Man. I don't say this, as a, as a fellow introvert, we have to get in groups <laughs> earlier because it takes us a lot longer <laughs> to actually get to what's true. Because yeah. we're, we, most of us have really good walls up of what we're going to, we're going to share and we're not going to share. And so, no, like we've, we've got to be in community long enough to where we can actually be a little bit extroverted yes. and share. Yeah. What, what that's really good on. guys. I really believe that's huge. When we talk yeah. about more, a lot of people are introverted. I'm not, so it's easier for me, but to hear from you guys like yeah. that, you got to yeah. take a step, right? You do. Mm -hmm. And you got to find the right. If you don't like the group, you can find another group, right? Yes. right. I mean, do. you can't go by yeah. one bad experience. Right. I tried it one time and no, it's like flavors of ice cream. Mm -hmm. Try a different flavor. Because yep. every group's kind of a different chemistry, different dynamic. Yep. But the reason we bring groups up again is that'll keep the enemy from lying. Because when you're in a group, yep. that accountability, yep. that encouragement helps you, man. It's, it does. It's easy yeah. to believe a lie when you're in isolation. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yep. And no matter what, whether you have a lot of lies that you're combating every day, mm -hmm. getting in a group. Even if you're like, well, you know, I haven't really hit that place yet or I'm not feeling that kind of like mental battle. Get in a group proactively. Help someone yeah. else, right? right? Get in a group and be someone else's encouragement. Well, and, and I always tell young married couples that are like, we're good right now. I said, well, get in a group because right. a group will help you later on from having to go to all the serious counseling. That's true. <laughs> because I, I feel like counseling is a response really because of our isolation we have as a people group. Yeah. It's just who we are. We, we grow up that way. Our parents didn't get help. So this is passed down. This gets passed down. This gets passed down. Yep. Community keeps you from that moment to where somebody has to dig deep and go get through all the lies that you built up over time. Yep. It, it just helps you get deal with them and get rid of them as you live your life. Mm -hmm. yep. Amen. That good stuff. Awesome. Mm -hmm. That's great. Well, thank you guys. Hey, that was yeah. good. Yeah. 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 Good time. Anything else? Super Bowl week that we have to hey, chat about? Did we bet on the game last week? Or was it the <laughs> Super Bowl game? No, yeah. Super Bowl. Okay, because yeah, I thought you owed me five dollars. I thought I said if Kansas no, no, City no. beat Buffalo, it's no, no. Super, it's Super Kansas Bowl. City, San Francisco. <laughs> yes, because your buddy yeah. Armstead, Armstead plays yes. for San Francisco. Yeah, this is all right. This is yep. a big deal for Craig. Five dollars. Do we want to double it to ten? Is that what you wanted? Is that how you feeling, Froggy? I don't know, man. I'm feeling like let's do it. <laughs> let's make it worth something. He wants ten dollars. A, a full like supersized meal from McDonald's, man. I know. You know what? Let's make it. Let's make it ten. All right, we got on video. Yeah, there we go. Got it, man. Here it is. Yes, we got it going Here on. it is. Yeah. Now, yeah. see, we'll get an email. You guys yep. betting in church and gambling, gambling and yeah. we're going to get in trouble. We, we, but see, to me, it's <laughs> I mean, only a bet if you're not sure if you're going to win. I'm absolutely confident <laughs> you're going to win. It's not even betting. I'm just going to take his money. All right. Just as an aside, those of you that have noticed that Florida gambling is up right now. 
Yeah. <laughs> we are not saying that. Please don't hear no, that. It's hey, like uh, a pub sub, you yeah, know, it's not. Yeah. Hey, there's, let's just start telling people about the stadium, though. Easter at yes. Tampa Stadium. Ooh, yes. the stadium, man. Yes. Guys, bring your friends. Yep. It's going to be an epic event. Yes. Easter. All of our campuses, and we're inviting mm-hmm. Tampa Bay. It's not just for you. It's for you to invite your friends who would never yep. come to church, mm-hmm. yep. but they'll come to the stadium. Yep. Yep. It's going to be good. Yep. Daryl might be singing a little bit. I might be singing a little bit. You, you might be preaching a there little you bit. Go, maybe. There you go. Maybe. It's going to be good. There's going to be some tailgating going on. Tailgating There's early in the morning. Yeah, so it's going to be I good. I think people are already really excited for good. it. Yeah. I went to an open house this weekend. The realtor asked me what I did for work, and she was like, yeah, I came on Christmas. I heard about Easter. I can't wait. Wow. To go to a totally different church. Wow. She wow. said, I can't wait. My kids, we're yeah. going to tailgate, make pancakes. My whole Love family's it. coming to Easter for awesome. Tampa Bay. It's going to be good. People are That's excited. Awesome. So yeah. thank you, guys. We're excited right. for all the things coming up in the next two months, and it's going to be a great time. And thank you guys for joining us for another episode of yes. The Pastor's Hangover. We will see you next week. Bye.